Book Four, Chapter One of History of Animals by Aristotle, translated by Darcy Wentworth Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter One. We have now treated in regard to blooded animals of the parts they have in common and of the parts peculiar to this genus or that and of the parts both composite and simple whether without or within we now proceed to treat of animals devoid of blood these animals are divided into several genera one genus consists of so-called mollusks and by the term mollusk we mean an animal that being devoid of blood has its flesh-like substance outside and any hard structure it may happen to have inside in this respect resembling the red-blooded animals such as the genus of the cuttlefish another genus is that of the malacostraca these are animals that have their hard structure outside and their soft or flesh-like substance inside and the hard substance belonging to them has to be crushed rather than shattered and to this genus belongs the crawfish and the crab a third genus is that of the ostracoderms or testations these are animals that have their hard substance outside and their flesh-like substance within and their hard substance can be shattered but not crushed and to this genus belong the snail and the oyster the fourth genus is that of insects and this genus comprehends numerous and dissimilar species insects are creatures that as the name implies have nicks either on the belly or on the back or on both belly and back and have no one part distinctly osseous and no one part distinctly fleshy but are throughout a something intermediate between bone and flesh that is to say their body is hard all through inside and outside some insects are wingless such as the eolus and the centipede some are winged as the bee the cockchafer and the wasp and the same kind is in some cases both winged and wingless as the ant and the glowworm in mollusks the external parts are as follows in the first place the so-called feet secondly and attached to these the head thirdly the mantle sac containing the internal parts and incorrectly designated by some writers the hand and fourthly fins round about the sac in all mollusks the head is found to be between the feet and the belly all mollusks are furnished with eight feet and in all cases these feet are severally furnished with a double row of suckers with the exception of one single species of pulp or octopus the sepia the small calamary and the large calamary have an exceptional organ in a pair of long arms or tentacles having at their extremities a portion rendered rough by the presence of two rows of suckers 
and with these arms or tentacles they apprehend their food and draw it into their mouths and in stormy weather they cling by them to a rock and sway about in the rough water like ships lying at anchor they swim by the aid of the fins that they have about the sack in all cases their feet are furnished with suckers the octopus by the way uses his feelers either as feet or hands with the two which stand over his mouth he draws in food and the last of his feelers he employs in the act of copulation and this last one by the way is extremely sharp is exceptional as being of a whitish color and at its extremity is bifurcate that is to say it has an additional something on the rachis and by rachis is meant the smooth surface or edge of the arm on the far side from the suckers in front of the sack and over the feelers they have a hollow tube by means of which they discharge any sea-water that they may have taken into the sack of the body in the act of receiving food by the mouth they can shift the tube from side to side and by means of it they discharge the black liquid peculiar to the animal stretching out its feet it swims obliquely in the direction of the so-called hand and by this mode of swimming it can see in front for its eyes are at the top and in this attitude it has its mouth at the rear the hand while the creature is alive is hard and looks as though it were inflated it apprehends and retains objects by means of the under surface of its arms and the membrane in between its feet is kept at full tension if the animal get on to the sand it can no longer retain its hold there is a difference between the octopus and the other mollusks above mentioned the body of the octopus is small and his feet are long whereas in the others the body is large and the feet short so short in fact that they cannot walk on them compared with one another the teuthis or calamary is long-shaped and the sepia flat-shaped and of the calamaries the so-called teuthis is much bigger than the teuthis for teuthi have been found as much as five ells long some sepia attain a length of two ells and the feelers of the octopus are sometimes as long or even longer the species teuthis is not a numerous one the teuthis differs from the teuthis in shape that is the sharp extremity of the teuthis is broader than that of the other and further the encircling fin goes all round the trunk whereas it is in part lacking in the teuthis both animals are pelagic in all cases the hand comes after the feet in the middle of the feet that are called arms or feelers there is here situated a mouth and two teeth in the mouth and above these two large eyes and betwixt the eyes a small cartilage enclosing a small brain and within the mouth it has a minute organ of a fleshy nature and this it uses as a tongue for no other tongue does it possess next after this on the outside is what looks like a sack the flesh of which it is made is divisible 
not in long straight strips but in annular flanks and all mollusks have a cuticle around this flesh next after or at the back of the mouth comes a long and narrow esophagus and close after that a crop or craw large and spherical like that of a bird then comes the stomach like the fourth stomach in ruminants and the shape of it resembles the spiral convolution in the trumpet shell from the stomach there goes back again in the direction of the mouth a thin gut and the gut is thicker than the esophagus mollusks have no viscera but they have what is called a mitis and on it a vessel containing a thick black juice in the sepia or cuttlefish this vessel is the largest and this juice is most abundant all mollusks when frightened discharge such a juice but the discharge is most copious in the cuttlefish the mitis then is situated under the mouth and the esophagus runs through it and down below at the point to which the gut extends is the vesicle of the black juice and the animal has the vesicle and the gut enveloped in one and the same membrane and by the same orifice discharges both the black juice and the residuum the animals have also certain hair-like or furry growths in their bodies in the sepia the teuthis and the teuthus the hard parts are within towards the back of the body those parts are called in one the sepium and in the other the sword they differ from one another for the sepium in the cuttlefish and the teuthus is hard and flat being a substance intermediate between bone and fishbone with in part a crumbling spongy texture but in the teuthis the part is thin and somewhat grisly these parts differ from one another in shape as do also the bodies of the animals the octopus has nothing hard of this kind in its interior but it has a grisly substance round the hand which if the animal grows old becomes hard the females differ from the males the males have a duct in under the esophagus extending from the mantle cavity to the lower portion of the sac and there is an organ to which it attaches resembling a breast in the female there are two of these organs situated higher up with both sexes there are underneath these organs certain red formations the egg of the octopus is single uneven on its surface and of large size the fluid substance within is all uniform in color smooth and in color white the size of the egg is so great as to fill a vessel larger than the creature's head the sepia has two sacs and inside them a number of eggs like in appearance to white hailstones for the disposition of these parts i must refer to my anatomical diagrams the males of all these animals differ from the females and the difference between the sexes is most marked in the sepia for the back of the trunk which is blacker than the belly is rougher in the male than in the female and in the male the back is striped and the rump is more sharply pointed there are several species of the octopus one keeps close to the surface and is the largest of them all and 
near the shore the size is larger than in deep water and there are others small variegated in color which are not articles of food there are two others one called the helidone which differs from its congeners in the length of its legs and in having one row of suckers all the rest of the mollusks having two and the other nicknamed variously the balitina or the onion and the ozolis or the stinkard there are two others found in shells resembling those of the testations one of them is nicknamed by some persons the nautilus or the pontilus or by others the polypus egg and the shell of this creature is something like a separate valve of a deep scallop shell this polypus lives very often near to the shore and is apt to be thrown up high and dry on the beach under these circumstances it is found with its shell detached and dies by and by on dry land these polypods are small and are shaped as regards the form of their bodies like the bulbidia there is another polypus that is placed within a shell like a snail it never comes out of the shell but lives inside the shell like the snail and from time to time protrudes its feelers so much for mollusks end of chapter one